Hey, welcome to the podcast. This is Rob Balasabas, your host. Thanks for stopping by today. I'm excited for you guys to meet my friend Irene Chan. Uh, before we do that, though, really, really cool. Last few days uh, has been pretty fun. Uh, got some new toys. Uh, we picked up an iPad Pro, which is really cool. And uh, we've been playing with Procreate, and the kids have been making some art, drawing. Actually, I say has even taken a lesson online and is pretty much a pro now. And so that's been really fun. And I am using it to be more productive. Uh, I love the uh, Notes app, which is actually just built in into the iPad. Um, and that's been really cool for meetings and things like that for me to be more productive throughout my day here, working remotely. That's been really fun. Also, quick shout out to Logitech. They just sent me some gear as well. So if you guys uh, follow me on Instagram or my Facebook page, posted some pictures there. Uh, really cool. Excited to unbox some of the toys that Logitech has sent over. That's going to be really fun. So uh, this episode is going to be really fun as well. Um, you know, I spoke with my friend Irene Chan and Irene has been working with some of the coolest tech startups for years now, uh, all over the world. Actually, she's based in the Philippines, but she's worked with companies all over the world in Israel, North America and so on. And um, she has been the marketing manager and live video host at B.Live. That's when we first met. That's where she was working. And since then, though, this was a few years ago. Since then, uh, she's gone on to work with some of the top influencers and brands around the world. Uh, like I said, she's from my homeland, the Philippines, which is awesome. I love that. And she's also a mom and a wife and has a passion for creating both written and video content. Her career path is very inspiring and I think you'll definitely get a ton of value from hearing her share her journey in this episode. Before we jump into my conversation with Irene, I want to say thanks to our sponsor for this episode, StreamYard. StreamYard is a browser-based live streaming studio. You can interview multiple guests, brand your broadcast, record your podcast episodes or your YouTube videos, and much more. StreamYard lets you stream directly to Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitch, and other platforms all at the same time. If you ever catch me on uh, YouTube Live each week, uh, I'm using StreamYard there. So you can try StreamYard for free for 14 days simply by clicking the link in the show notes. And thank you, StreamYard, for sponsoring this video. All right, so with that, let's talk to Irene. Irene, welcome to the podcast. So good to have you here. It's uh, been a long time coming for us to finally record. So I'm glad that our time zones uh, matched up today. How are you? I'm great. Yeah, uh, so happy to finally catch up with you. I know a lot of things, uh, new things mm -hmm. from, uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, me too, like uh, so excited to share things that hopefully will be able to help your community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a it's a it's a brand new podcast, um, you know, and it's going to be, I mean, obviously all for creators and really just want to have um, conversations with creators because I think there's a lot of uh, isolation, you know, being a creator, you're just kind of especially working from home and like the last couple of years with the pandemic, um, you know, I just really like sharing these conversations, you know, so, um, you know, but before we start, we just love, you know, your background, you have been in the creator space um, as a creator, but also working for um, for brands and companies that uh, services 
creators or you know tools that creators use um you know be live and things like that um you know we just love to hear a little bit of that story like how did you even get into that space yeah uh i always love to answer this question because fun fact i used to be a call center agent in the philippines so <laughs> i graduated with a degree in broadcast communication and literature so i was like content creator through and through but then after graduation the very popular job at that time was like going to the call center so i was oh, like yeah. okay I, I need a job you know yeah. uh let's go get it but then after like three years i was like very like you, you know how it feels like you, this is not what you're supposed to do so i said i'm gonna tr uh, transition working remotely i'm um, like i will get any job remote so i was a home-based call center agent while i'm mm. gonna transition to a writing job which I was able to do because at first I started blogging. I said, um, and at that time there were many like uh, pro bloggers. So I was following pro blogger. Like uh, I, I understood the opportunities of blogging at the same time. It was a great for me to practice my writing. So uh, I committed to uh, putting up my own blog and at the same time kind of finding uh, writing related jobs. So at that time also SEO, Writing was kind of new, so there were tons of companies in the U.S. hiring uh, SEO writers. So that's kind of how I transitioned um, into the content creator space, and I eventually like just keep on writing and writing until my tech blog grew, and I became like uh, an ambassador for like big brands in the Philippines, Smart, uh, uh, LG, wow. Epson, nice. <laughs> and yeah. So that's kind of like just. Um, snowballed i just kept on writing you know kept on connecting with people in the philippines and internationally until i also had connections in israel so that's actually how i uh started working with be live yeah and that was it <laughs> sorry that, that was, was like a really no, no. question that, that, that that's awesome that's awesome i know i mean i, I know that uh i have i mean i'm from the philippines if you guys have, don't know that yet and you're listening to this podcast i'm so sad because i talk <laughs> about the philippines all the time um but uh but yes I, i'm from, so yeah i totally get it like like uh call center is like such a such a lucrative job right it's like yes it's you know you're in an office and like i guess you're you know you you could work from home very easily, um, you know, for sure. And so, um, yeah, that's great. So, so that you're in the call center. So were you doing it like part-time, like, you know, doing a side hustle as a, you know, uh, like writing and, and, and doing like blog, blog writing. Um, and then eventually, is that, was it like a side hustle first and then it became full-time? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was yeah. a side hustle. So I was, uh, so I was a home-based call center and it's it's actually not like a full-time because they give you hours and sometimes it's not a, a full because hmm. you fill in for the agents in the U.S. So if the agents in the U.S. are full, then your, your schedule is kind of um, more free. So anyway, and so yeah, that gave me a time as well to, since I'm at home anyway, you know, yeah. I, I learned how to uh, set up a WordPress blog and yeah, I was doing everything uh, as a side hustle and but I was making sure like I was working for myself. So I would even log in as like today I logged in two hours for blogging for myself. So oh, I kind nice. of treated it like a job uh, uh, as well. So, yeah, I would yeah. keep track of my hours. So, yeah, th that's basically it until I found um, a purely SEO writing job. Uh, and at that time, there were months that I had to juggle two jobs, but eventually wow. Uh, I said, okay, I'm going to give up call center completely. It was like such a happy, happy um, 
Day. time to be yeah. able to yeah to like not receive calls i mean like call center is like great training for me because i'm still able to use all of the things that i've learned but i just couldn't do it like for a really long time so yeah uh i there were times that i had two jobs but eventually uh, i had like one job writing job and then yeah so basically i just kind of worked and worked, worked until yeah. yeah the first client that i have the seo uh, writing i actually met him in three years ago in 2019 in los angeles i had like when i started 11 years ago he hired me as a limousine company in los angeles and one of my tasks was to write about lax because that was those were the keywords <laughs> and i never knew that i will actually end up in lax like a decade <laughs> later so it was like amazing yeah so yeah, that's it how it like, kind of started yeah it's like for, full circle full circle um yeah. no that's that's really cool that's really cool were you always uh did you always like writing it's like is that is that like just a natural thing that you just always loved even like as a like in elementary or like you know like high school and stuff yeah yes i always uh ever seen ever since i learned how to read i've always like liked reading and mm-hmm. liked writing I always had a journal until now, like I write at that time, I call it a diary, but now yeah. I call it a journal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I've always loved writing. And eventually in high school, I kind of like uh, also loved video. Hmm. So that's why I, I couldn't. If you um, check my uh, degree, I have double major in broadcast communication and literature because wow. I couldn't choose one <laughs> so yeah it's always been something nice. like content creation no matter what form you know I've, I've always loved it nice nice yeah i mean you know what we um it's kind of funny because like you, we're talking about your writing your blogging and everything but like i know you when i first met you from like years ago i know you as a video live streamer like video was your format that i got to know you when i first met you mm-hmm. so when when did you start dabbling into videos for work like you know um Ooh. Was that a yeah, while sorry, ago or no, no, no. Just curious. When that, when did that happen? When did, and like, why did you start looking at videos? Yeah. Oh, this, I think this is the first time kind of a person asked me that. Uh, <laughs> okay. So I guess I can divide the answer into two parts. So yeah. when I was blogging, um, about tech, I was like obsessed with people's video about unboxing review. Yeah. So with my tech blog, I also did some, you know, just fun unboxing reviews, like just for fun. And then event, eventually, so I was working with an Israeli company and I ended up like uh, living in Israel in 2016. Wow. So as part of my uh, marketing job, I would like record and produce videos. So it's like it was a natural thing because, you know, I, I, I was editing my own videos and I guess I had a natural sense of producing videos and also I had training from my school um so yeah it kind of became my task and when our startup ended because we ran out of funding uh the CEO of BeLive like called me and said hey you want to work with us so at that time already back uh, in the Philippines so yeah and I said of course yeah and so eventually so with BeLive I actually didn't start as a live streamer I was like always in the background I was like Mm -hmm. working with Molly Molly, I'm going to help you find your guests. I'm going to, um, we're going to produce a birthday show. I'm going to have to find the guests. So, but eventually kind of had the confidence to be in front of the camera. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they gave me a show and eventually I got, I hosted the, the, the Live birthday, which I organized 
every year since 2016. In 2020, I hosted it for the first time. So it's kind of like also a natural organic thing that happened because I was just naturally inclined to video. And then when the companies that I work with needed video, you know, I, I just kind of volunteered. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> yeah. So that's how it um, transitioned from being a kind of hobby into part of my actual job. Part of your actual job, yeah. And, and if you guys yeah. are listening, you got Molly. We're talking about Molly Mahoney, who's um, an awesome person, awesome creator, and uh, entrepreneur. So yeah, no, that's good. Hello, Molly, if you're watching. Yeah. Um, that's that's really good so okay so so how long have were you at BeLive for you're you're there for quite a while right yeah um so I was uh, there since the beginning I think I may be I'm the first marketing hire Uh Uh, so since 2016 so I worked there full-time until this year so like four years in total four years in total nice nice and then and then obviously you're not there anymore uh, not there full time as an in-house employee, so you transitioned out, and now you are a full-time entrepreneur. Well, yes, a full-time freelance writer and marketer helping uh, tech startups. So yeah, I, I guess in so the thing is, I already started freelance writing in 2014 or 2013, but I keep getting hired by startups full-time. So that's what happened to me with the Israeli startup. So, and such a good with, problem, with right? So, such yeah. a good problem. <laughs> I, get, I keep getting hired. I keep getting hired by like these tech companies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So you, you keep getting hired and then now, okay. So then, and then eventually you decided, okay, it's time for me to get back into my full-time freelancing. Yes, because BeLive is such an awesome team and I could not, like, I've been planning to do freelance, but no, like, I have to stay because BeLive team is awesome, BeLive in general is awesome, but I felt like uh, the pandemic also had me kind of, like, thinking about where I want to be in the future. I knew that, like, and the way we are working now, it's kind of being challenged because of the pandemic, so I feel like the future of work is leaning towards uh, companies hiring more, you know, freelance mm-hmm. uh, contractors. So I felt like that's really my jam. I-, I like working with different companies and different projects because I get too bored when it's just like, you know, uh, you're working on the same thing. So with my passion and skills and just the way I work and I and the way I foresee the future, I felt like that's the right path for me. So it was also like a three month transition because mm-hmm. um, and, and be live team was also very supportive because we have to replace the marketing manager um so I would like it was a very planned transition for for both sides so yeah. yeah I'm very lucky to be able to make that you know very planned transition and it just not didn't happen like you know in a, in a snap yeah 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 nice nice like steady so that you know everything can be covered um how do you mm. like how do you how do you like freelancing I mean of course you're doing it full-time now you're a freelancer like enjoy it it's, it's everything you wanted it to be and uh you know um the, the workload and everything yeah that's the great thing about freelance is that you determine your workload so the first day um was uh scary yeah like the first few weeks yeah i was like what did i do what did i do maybe, <laughs> regrets like, maybe this is a mistake. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I was just like, okay, just keep pushing, just like keep um, focusing on the action. So like three months later, I'm at a place where uh, I'm better at managing everything, my workload, my time, like, uh, and which is great too, because with the, I wasn't sure if we already discussed it, 
in the podcast, but um, I, I recently moved to a new house. So yeah. that was like really a great um, like freelancing. So allowed me to, you know, work on the house in between my work and I have two toddlers, which is also crazy. So yeah, it's like the perfect time to uh, be freelancing when you're in a lot kind of in a lot of transition in your other um, areas of your life. Right. So yeah, it's definitely hard in the beginning. So I'm not gonna lie, like in many areas, you know, mentally, <laughs> yeah. it's hard. So also, uh, you have to learn how to pr uh, find clients, it's and you have to be very organized in order for you to make sure that you hit your income goals. So right. but yeah, it's definitely uh, what I've imagined uh, doing in all areas. So really happy with the decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it seems like you're super, you know, content and happy, and everything's going really smoothly. Um, what wh you're 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 working with other contractors too, and everything. So, what was like the first? What are the first tasks that you uh, sort of took off your plate when you became a full time freelancer? Are there things that you know you have outsourced, you know, and and um, taken off your plate to? Because there's so many things you're juggling, right? Yes. Uh, so right now, I'm lucky also because my sister, um, she has the skills that I don't have. So I'm oh, terrible at design. Uh, I used to uh, work at like, a, uh, I used to like setting up WordPress, but now it's just too time consuming. So I've outsourced that to her. So she's helping me with some design and she's working on my website. Nice. So yeah, that's kind of like the first um my official hire, which nice. is my she, my sister is amazing. We've worked together like uh, since she was in college, actually. So uh, because it's just not my skill, it's too time consuming. And if I do it, it's most likely not going to be good. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that's kind of like the where I am now. And hopefully I'm also be able to work with other contractors to fill in the gaps that I don't have. Like, for example, I can write articles, um, but technical SEO is not my thing. So okay. I'm actually um, working, like kind of talking to a bunch of people, like they have an, uh, an SEO agency. So maybe I'm going to combine that with my writing. So yeah, it's nothing like set yet, but that's kind of like where the direction uh, I'm the direction. thinking about. Yeah. 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 No, that's good. Um, I'd love to, I'd love to, I want to make sure I pick your brain about, you know, SEO and blogging. Like right mm. now we are, you know, we're recording this in 2021 at the near the end of 2021, basically 2022. Um, what, what have you seen over the years? What has changed with blogging and SEO, you know, um, in terms of business use for businesses like what is the what are the things that they should be doing now versus like maybe something that used to work back then but doesn't work anymore mm, yeah so when i started so that was my first job i was an seo writer and mm -hmm. at that time google was more concerned about uh quantity rather than quality so mm. my goal like when a company uh hires me my task was to write one article 10 times so there are stuff that I'm like completely hate because I've written about them so much, <laughs> like roller shutters. And it's like, they're very technical topic, like aquaponics. So yeah, like at that time, you just kind of like write um, the same thing. You just rewrote it in different ways. But now uh, because people are more, they're looking for more specific advice. So more quality. you need, yeah, exactly. So now it's more in quality and, like Neil Patel, I think, is such a great example because 
He's writing very in-depth articles. I think it's around 2,000 to 3,000 words long. So now um, SEO-wise, it's kind of like being favored by Google because it's providing more value than, you know, like a general topic that has been talked about plenty of times. Yeah, yeah. So it's more more quality. So um, is it more, how much time do you spend on the research versus the actual writing itself? Like the research mm. for what are the keywords and all those things? I mean, I, I understand it from i understand keywords um from a youtube perspective but mm. google and like you know um search engine keywords and optimization is such like way over my head um i don't i don't do any of that uh, for the companies i work for so i'm curious for you how much time do you spend between like how do you split it like way more time mm. research versus writing or vice versa yeah i guess there's different levels of research so there's kind of like the technical research um mm. currently I like when a company hires me as a writer, I always ask, do you already have the technical SEO in place? Because then I can uh, work content off of that. So there's the, like the top level structure of the SEO and there's also the SEO structure for the specific article. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, um, where do you place the keywords? What are the specific questions that need to appear? in in the article so for uh for me i have like an editor uh and manager content manager mm -hmm. that uh does the research for for seo and then it's the research that i do is more on the content so okay i have the structure for the for this seo like this is the question what is a hybrid workforce so now i have to go learn all about hybrid workforce for me though i have the advantage of uh, like years of experience working in SaaS and tech. So I feel like I know the industry very well, so I don't have to start from scratch. So the research is definitely uh, less time compared to the actual writing time. Right, right. Okay. So it's, it's uh, yeah, so it's, it's, you, you've got some, some people behind the scenes that'll help you. Yeah. Yes. And make it easy. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> make it easy. Make it easy. No, that's really good. Um, very good. Very good. So I guess um, as we wrap up, I would just love to hear, you know, the, the what are, what are, tell us a, some, some of the clients and some of the businesses that you work with. Um, you know, there might be some, you know, a listener out here that's maybe looking for help. I know that I talked to a lot of creators. They're very much like, they, they, they love videos. Videos is so hot right now, but I think blogging and, you know, actual like text articles are still very much relevant. Like we still want to read, you know, it's not a it's not a, a thing that's of the past. So um, there might be some creators out here looking for some help with their blogs and things. You know, what are some of the some of the businesses and um, entrepreneurs that you have worked with? Yeah. So I'm um, currently like uh, what verticals are they said, in? Yeah. Yeah. So recently we, uh, in the podcast we talked about molly so yep, i'm working yep. with molly as an editor so uh and i think i wanted to do a shout out for molly because she has like tons of video yeah um but she's also very um uh, she's a proponent of write, written content yeah so what uh i help her with and with her clients is we uh translate their live stream into a blog so basically the blog is being um it, it turned into an audio transcription sorry the, the audio is turned into a transcribed text, yep. but still it's not publishable for because there are certain the way you talk in a live stream isn't like necessarily the way you would talk in a blog. So what I would do is like edit it, structure the titles 
like the H1 and the H2s for SEO <laughs> peeps. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's basically what I do. And I know Molly is like a bunch of programs that she has specifically for business owners and content creators. And I'm also working, of course, with BeLive and also live streaming platform to make it, you know, you have pretty uh, layouts and everything. And I'm also working with this Australian company that now is focusing on hybrid teams. So like, nice. I know Uscreen is like a remote first company, yep. like with, with bunch of, so those are like, uh, basically the companies that I've worked with mainly tech startups. So SaaS. Yep. And of course I'm, uh, the last thing, which I think is also relevant for like content creators who are also entrepreneurs. So I'm working with Wiser. So mm -hmm. basically, they're a platform with tons of experts. So like we have also video experts there, like Lulu Bartone. So you can schedule a call with them um, and you will be able to get like 55 minutes of time with a creator or other experts so that you will be able to ask specific questions for for your business. Because sometimes you can Google everything, but there are like challenges that you have to, you know, um, specific. Yeah, specific advice from from experts. So yeah, those basically are um, the, the the clients that I'm yeah. working with, and I realize that they're all relevant for creators. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they are. They, they are actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Molly, what you're doing for Molly is like is fantastic. I mean, you know, it's very needed. Like, so yeah, you you seem to really gravitate to um, you know SaaS companies and digital entrepreneurs. Mm. So that's that's yes. awesome. That's exactly who's probably listening to this podcast today. So uh, very good, very good. Um, Irene, where can people find you if they want to connect with you, follow you, or even just maybe even work with with you directly yeah I, I i think the best place is uh linkedin so just search for me irene chan i'm there like i'm active every day and i also provide more tips about uh startups and content creation awesome awesome well thanks irene we'll talk to you soon thank you thank you so much for having me